This episode of the You and Me podcast is brought to you by the French Door Jewelers. The French Door is a bespoke jewellery store with over 30 years experience in the jewellery industry and international recognition. The French Door Jewelers have excellent craftsmanship to be able to ensure the highest quality engagement rings all the way through to wedding bands. Your wedding band is a testament to the love and devotion of your partnership. It's a physical reminder of the love that you share. So the French Door team understands just how important it is to get it right. Designing your wedding banner engagement ring is actually easier than you think when you custom make it. The French Door team works with you from choosing your style, the stone selection, and the team are also able to work within a budget. The French Door is located in Brisbane, but has worked with beautiful customers around the country and around the world so that no matter where you live, you deserve to wear a piece of jewellery that you will love forever. The French Door is delighted to offer virtual consultations globally to help every couple with their engagement rings or wedding bands. So please get in touch with the French Door to start the process. Every day in New York, my friend was like, we have to get manicures. And I didn't even pick up on that. I was like, no, we're in New York. Like we're doing shit. Like I'm not getting a manicure. I can do that anywhere. So on the night he proposed, we literally put the ring on her hands because my fingers were disgusting. Welcome to the You and Me podcast. Today, we are interviewing Prudence Richardson, who is now Mrs. Sweep. Prudence got married in April in Queensland, and she works at Dish. And you may know some of their clothes. They've got amazing pieces, so make sure you check, check out Dish as well. Um, they have a bridal range as well, which is pretty cool. Welcome. Thank you. Thank, I'm excited to be here virtually and thanks for the plug as well. Yeah, no problem. Your wedding images have somewhat gone a little bit viral. They are everywhere. I've seen people reposting, reposting. So we're really looking forward to interviewing you today. So thank you. Thank you. And we might just dive right in. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, my name is Prude. I work at Dish. Um, I work in brand and marketing here. Um, me and my partner, Tom, have been together almost nine years this year. So it's been a journey. <laughs> a long yeah. journey. It feels like it's a common theme with the brides we've been interviewing recently. I've been with their partners for yeah. quite a long time, haven't ages. they? Ages, yeah, ages. I a the lot last of five brides like... we've interviewed have said, oh, we've been together for 10 years. It Close was a long time coming with a yeah. laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they've been copping a lot. Nervous laugh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so how did you guys meet? Um, we first met, if you're Brisbane or Queensland, you may know it, but it's the dirty and dark hole in the valley was where we met. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that's where it all started. It was Descri- maybe a solid are, year. Of- we are from Vic, so describe... Describe, did you call it the hole? <laughs> the dirty hole? Dirty and dark. The dirty and dark. dark. Okay, okay, you could also it? call it a dark hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's lit, it's like underground, pitch black. You can't wear, like any shoe that you wear there comes out black as well. Ew. I know the type of place. 
Yeah. We all the had good nights at that. There. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. is true. So we much because all... nobody can see. So it's just like a free for all. <laughs> yeah. You, you buy one pair of like $200 Tony Bianco shoes that you can never wear again. They last one night. I know the type of place you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so... frequent there anymore. <laughs> That's thank you for clearing that up. Yes. Thank you. For the record. <laughs> so how did he propose? Um, he proposed in New York, actually. He had like this, I don't know, a very planned day, um, out on a helicopter. He was going to do it. Um, it all kind of went wrong, of course. Um, our helicopter had no doors on it. So you could not have a single thing on you. Um, but no rings happening actually at a restaurant after. Yeah. No rings. Um, yeah, so it happened at the Standard and then we had like a big surprise dinner after at Budokan, which was amazing. But yeah, did you? Because kind you... of it. He was really. No, you're okay. Because you'd been with him for so long. Um, did you know it was coming? I had actually no idea. And everyone before we went to America was like, he's going to propose. And I just think I was like, just, I hate when people do that. Mm. I'm like, just leave it. Um, so actually like every day in New York, my friend was like, we have to get manicures. And I didn't even pick up on that. I was like, no, we're in New York. Like we're doing shit. Like I'm not getting a manicure. I can do that anywhere. So on the night that he proposed, we literally put the ring on her hands because my fingers were disgusting. (laughs) So yeah, no idea. (laughs) What about when you were mid in the, in the air in this helicopter were you thinking today is a day I'm going to get proposed to no it was the helicopter ride was my worst nightmare because I'm so terrified of height plus it was winter in New York so it was like negative 10 degrees I was pretty much like crying doors are off so no it was a horrible (laughs) any day I wouldn't have picked that day (laughs) maybe that's what he did to try and throw you off the scent he's like yeah let's go into something that she, she completely hates that would actually be my worst nightmare too. I have a fear of flying. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that Sex and City episode. You know where, is it, he, Mr. Big proposes with the ring or is it Aiden, one of them? Okay, so Aiden, I Aiden. I haven't seen oh, Sex haven't. in the City. You know when so. Carrie gets proposed to by Aiden with that ring and she's like, he doesn't even know who I am. <laughs> Shoving shoes. Yeah, like why am I in a helicopter? Um, So... You got proposed to whilst you were in New York. So that's great that you got to do that before COVID hit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Once you were proposed, did you, like, what did you envision for your wedding? Did you have, like, particular palette or inspiration? And where did you gather that inspiration? We kind of didn't really do anything for a year. And then funnily enough, we kind of planned everything and blocked everything in January last year. Um. And we kind of just went for like an earthy kind of color palette. Um, Definitely Instagram, of course, Bridal Journey and Pinterest is the main source of inspiration. Um, Thank you for the plug. Which is why I'm so stoked to be talking to you guys today. (laughs) Literally, I probably have so many saved posts from you. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, definitely Instagram and Pinterest. I feel like having a Pinterest board is like, if you don't have one and you're planning a wedding, I don't, I wouldn't even, yeah. What are you doing? (laughs) where have you been what are you doing and so because you you started planning it in January you said 
January of what are, what are we thinking? It's so 2020. 2020. Just before everything went to utter shit. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So had you planned to get married in the same year or had you planned to do it the following year? How how was your process? And you used Instagram, you said. So did you use that for all your supplier bookings? So in January, we were like, let's plan it all and do it in six months. Yeah. Like we were just like, let's let's just do this quick. And I, will, I was worried I was going to change my mind a million times. So we kind of just wanted to like be set on something we loved and just do it. Um, so we actually booked for August 2020. So that was our first date. Um, and we planned everything to that. And it was so fun doing it all so fast. Yeah. But we, obviously it- then everything got changed. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what? The quicker you do it, the less time you have to second guess your choices, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and so so you had initially decided to do it short, sharp, really quick, shotgun style, but obviously last year was last year. And so did you get an inkling early on, even though, and I think we, we've got so much um, – PTSD from last year in Victoria it's pretty heavy for us but for you guys did you you said you had to postpone when did you find out that you really had to shift that date was it you know something that came up really quickly that you weren't expecting or as you were planning it for that you know within that six month time frame did it start to get a bit wishy-washy as you were planning how did that go about we kind of I think we left it until June or July because, I mean, we definitely had it, we've had it very good up in Queensland. I feel like we haven't really felt, you know, like true lockdown or anything. Yeah. So really for us, the only thing really was that our wedding was actually in New South Wales. So we were kind yeah. of dependent on Queensland rules and New South Wales rules. And they were different the whole time. And like, obviously borders were opening and closing. So I think it came to maybe like end of June where, I think we looked at like what worst case was for the wedding, which I guess would be like borders are closed and we can't go. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. we were just like, let's just, yeah, postpone. And I mean, I definitely think like none of us thought, even in February and stuff, we were like, yeah, like six months time. It'll be fine in six months. I think like we never really knew what it would become. So, I mean, definitely glad that we postponed. Yeah. Very naive, weren't we? (laughs) Um. So you got married in April 2021. Yeah. Where did you decide to get married? Um, We got married at Nightcap Ridge, which is within Nightcap National Park, which is in northern New South Wales. So it's um, maybe about half an hour out from Bangalore um, in a very windy road full of potholes. Um, There has no phone reception as well, which is really nice. So it's just like this little secluded forest that sounds really cool. Was it the same venue that you'd initially booked? You just shifted the date? Yeah, so you didn't have to change spaces because of the border constraints. Okay. And I'm yeah, looking we at your, pretty lucky we managed it. I'm looking at your Instagram photos and it seems like a beautiful venue. You've got different kind of touch points and tents. So I'm presuming that your guests stayed in the tents? Yeah, we yeah. had almost half of our guests and bridal party stay on site which was amazing yeah it looks so I guess the partying could continue to all hours of the night (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
Um, and so what was that planning process like? Did you have a planner? Um, or how did you kind of find that dream team and how did you work with them? Um, I guess because my, like in my job, I do do a bit of events work. So I definitely kind of the people I love to work with, I, we used for our wedding, which was really great. And Tom's also in marketing. So he has like his contacts that he went to too. So, um, for like setup and styling, um, we used this girl called Courtney Moore, who is just amazing and just knows exactly what I like. So even on the day, she was kind of there because we also use Byron Bay weddings and like kind of my eyes and ears on the ground, kind of thinking, what would Prue like? <laughs> so it was really good having people that <laughs> we'd worked with for, you know, over like six years being there on the day. Um because there are people who just, we've, we know how to work with them and we trust them and they know exactly what we love. So that was really, that was probably like, that was quite easy for us, which was good. And what, um, what kind of hot tips could you give us working with planning events and, you know, already kind of having that background? Was there anything that you could like carry over, like your knowledge or have you got any useful hints or tips that you can give our audience? I feel like going into just the nitty gritty detail on everything. I mean, I've like had friends and heard of people that on the day things haven't looked the way that they thought it was going to look. And I feel like, I mean, I felt like a psycho in the spreadsheets that I sent through and mood boards, but I was like on the, like literally on the day, every single thing was like, I wouldn't fault or change a thing at all. It was just like went into the detail of everything. Um, and I mean, all of that stuff is so fun to do as well. So I know that's my problem. I, that is great advice. I'm planning my wedding and I, I'm very laissez-faire about things. So I feel like on the day I'd be like, oh, shit, I didn't go into enough, you know, detail of what I actually want myself. So, yeah, it's that's a very, very good advice there. I think that's really great for our brides. Um, was there anything like, what was the most challenging part in the plan- planning process for you? Probably sticking to a budget. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or not sticking that. to the budget. Yeah. <laughs> That's more the point, isn't it? Not sticking to the budget. <laughs> How, um, what was, what was the supplier that, or what was the area of your wedding that blew you away in terms of not potentially sticking to what you thought you'd pay for them was there a particular supplier that you kind of went in you went oh yeah I might allocate this much money for florals and it came back totally different or your entertainment was there one aspect or was it sort of just a little bit everywhere it was just like everyone (laughs) it was just across the board because even when we were looking at budgeting we were like oh like you know who could cut down so we can do it without I don't know impacting too much on the day so yeah I think feel like it was just the accumulation yeah and that's sometimes the hard thing and I think sometimes with couples they think oh five hundred dollars here a thousand dollars here you know it's not it's not a ten thousand dollar change so that's okay but when you're dealing with potentially 20 suppliers for a wedding day that's $20,000 straight up or $10,000 straight up. So yeah, it can accumulate really quickly. Um, talking about your suppliers, you had an incredible two-piece dress for your wedding ceremony. That Was that made from Kaya 
at Kaya Studios? The skirt was. Yeah, the skirt was. And so did you um, did you have to travel to Sydney or Melbourne or anything for your dress? How did you go about that choice? I thought I would. I mean, all the brands I knew that I wanted to try on weren't based in Brisbane, but then yeah. I found Sphere in Mooloolaba and Sphere and Mooloolaba kind of rotate out all of those brands I was really wanting to try on, um, which I think was Kaya and Chosen and Marquise and Jay Andrietta, um, like where I was wanting to start. But I pretty much went into Sphere, tried on that skirt and was like, yep, I'm done. <laughs> yeah you just Um, knew so yeah and I tried on like you try on dresses and like the Jay Andretta one was so beautiful and ten thousand dollars or something and I was like this is so nice and it's so elegant but I was like it's just not me so the the Kaya look I felt like was definitely my personality in Mm. an outfit yeah it was beautiful I loved it very nice two-piece set. Sorry, I'm just kind of pondering on your Instagram photo right now. Um, so that seemed pretty seamless. You're pretty adamant on what dress you were going to wear. I'm presuming your bridesmaids wore dish. Yes, they did. Yes. They wore the last aisle at it. Yes. Were they all, Um. yes, it is. So they're all like kind of white linen pieces, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they look yeah. beautiful. And then did you just All, let your bridesmaids um, mix match? Did you let your bridesmaids pick which kind of one they wanted? You said I want it. I want you to pick from this collection. Pick what you like and what's going to suit you. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Which worked really well. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about Prue. A little bit about your wedding day because you got married in April. Um, so that's on the cooler side. It looks like you had an outdoor wedding. Um, tell us a little bit about the process and, and how your day kind of evolved. Um, we stayed there for the whole weekend for over the three nights. So it was really nice. We woke up at the venue. The only downside of that was watching people bump in, mm, which gives yeah. you mad anxiety because <laughs> you're yeah. like, that's not in the right spot. <laughs> so you just have to like remove yourself and drink champagne. Um but no, it was really nice. The morning was the weirdest feeling ever. Like I can't even describe. It just was just so surreal. Um, until I really put on my dress, was I actually like, oh shit, I'm actually getting married today. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh shit, I'm actually getting married today. <laughs> oh, there couldn't be any more Australian. Shit, shit, mate. We're getting married today. Are we still on? (laughs) (laughs) See you at the altar at five, yeah? Um, What was your favourite detail of the wedding or your favourite moment? My favourite moment was definitely within the ceremony. I think like the most surreal feeling moment was probably walking down the aisle. Um, And then when Tom and I said our, we had our personal vows, when we said those to each other, um, that was definitely like, the highlight of the day so you wrote your own vows yeah yeah did did you find it hard writing your vows yeah and I thought I would have to write them months before I think I wrote them two days before if not the day before 
And then we sent them to our celebrant who was, who's a mutual best friend of ours. And she kind of read them both to make sure that they were kind of like similar feeling. Like one of us wasn't going too sentimental whilst the other was just laughing the whole time. So it was good. And she came back to us and was like, I laughed and cried reading both of them. So it was really special. I feel like I would just a thousand percent recommend that as well. Yeah. Writing your own vows. And so it's, it's always such an amazing moment walking down that aisle to see your partner at the very end. Was your entire wedding outside? Um, this ceremony and the cocktail hour were all outdoors and then the reception dinner was inside. Okay. So there was a venue on the property that you were at, an actual space that you could go inside to. Yeah. It's kind of hard to describe, but it was like a balcony without mm. a house. It was like a balcony with a roof. It was just like this wooden platform. Oh, and that's wow. where like wow. it had a fireplace and like cool. all the tables set up there. So you could kind of fully see out to the rainforest. But oh, that's awesome. So it was nearly like a beautiful kind of gazebo. Oh, yeah, I was just about to say a like, gazebo. Yeah, because I'm just, yeah, looking at your photo right now and it, it does seem like it's just a back porch of a, yeah. a house. But, it, yeah, it's obviously a gazebo. Send us photos of that, please, so we can pop that up because I think um, people will be really interested because I haven't seen a wedding no, like that. Not, so not this is many. a really cool venue actually, isn't it? I think and the best people- part is that... Oh, sorry. No, the kitchen go. and the toilets are all built in, which yeah. so many wedding venues, I know you have to like hire an external catering kitchen. You got to hire like portaloos. We went and we were like, amazing. There's all these nice toilets and showers for the people staying on site and there's a kitchen. Um, so that saves yeah, a lot of... So it was perfect. Did you stumble upon this venue through your work at Dish or how did you find this? Because I haven't seen a wedding here ever. Have you, Laura? No. No. So I think they actually only just finished the venue. I think they were planning to have their first weddings last year. Okay. I'm not sure if they actually did have weddings last year, but I found it through Byron Bay Weddings website. Um, so they just have like their list of weddings there. And we visited mm-hmm. it last year when it was kind of maybe half finished. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was it was nice to like almost be one of the first we were definitely the first, I guess, like full-size wedding that they've had. Yeah, that's really cool. Exciting. Yeah, definitely. What, what's the name of the venue? Sorry, Prudence. Um, Nightcap Ridge. Nightcap Ridge, cool. The owners of it are amazing as well. Just like so accommodating, so chilled, like party till whatever time you want. Oh, Just like the, best. the most laid back people. Yeah. Because, which is really interesting because all of that area more like towards town, but they've got some, we've interviewed some brides that have had 10 o'clock cutoffs and they've got to go to the, the beachy, like they've got to go to the pub. So yeah, that's really nice that you guys got, got to be able to have, you know, it kind of is like completely secluded. It feels like your own space. You get to stay there. So you said you were there for the whole weekend, which you know, it's such an investment. And when you're traveling for your wedding day, you want to spend as much time as you can with everybody, you know, and you want to relax. Like you don't, you don't just kind of want to pop in and out to a place and run away and then have to travel two hours back to home. So, yeah. And so with the way your day ran, you obviously could sit down and enjoy it. There was no rain on your wedding day. Because being in the rainforest, like, 
Yeah, see, there you go. It's amazing. And because you did have April, it's kind of, you know, even though you're up north, it is kind of getting away from that stagnant heat and coming into a bit more of a, um, that tropical feel that it's all got going up there so no rain limited stress you did mention a few times that you know even staying there kind of gave you that anxiety of like (laughs) move the couch to the left a little bit please (laughs) as you're standing on top of the balcony but what did you um yeah don't worry I was exactly the same so don't worry um I think it's funny because I always say to my brides like don't tell me you're chilled if you're high maintenance I'm so fine with that but tell me at the beginning so that I can make sure that I know that I always need to check in with you it's so important but um but it sounds like you kind of had everything you know prior experience with your work's really important um but everything sounded pretty dialed was there anything in the planning process that you found that was a bit tricky or that you wish you'd done differently Hmm. I feel like the only like two things we probably struggled with was like probably firstly the constant like is it actually going to happen yeah which I feel like we let kind of sometimes take away the excitement so definitely that and I know people obviously still dealing with that now we kind of just were like all right let's just start planning it again and just have fun with it and if something happens it happens but like it's one of the biggest days of your life you can't let like I feel like you have to be excited in the process if something happens, you can postpone it. Like that's the, it's the worst. Yeah. Um, so we just had to change our mindset with that. And then probably the guest list as well. <laughs> I feel like there's always guest list problems. How many people did you have? We had 91. Okay. Which is a good number. I think anything under a hundred, you can at least get around to your guests. You can talk to them. You don't feel as if you're just ticking a box and rushing through conversations. Was it, did you have more? Was it hard to keep the list at that number? Um, we had maybe just over a hundred invited, but we could only, our max number was a hundred for the venue. Yep. Um, okay. I think they can oh. usually have more, but just with like COVID restrictions, it was a hundred. So that was perfect. Um, kind of gives you a little bit of an out sometimes with a venue. It allows you to, <laughs> if you've got a, if you've got a venue that's got a restriction or a planner that just tells you, no, don't do it. You can blame it on those two. It's if it's fine. Yeah. yeah it's restrictions. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, it. that's it. And any advice have you got for any couples that are planning it at the moment or, you know, uh, or halfway through and just need that little push along if you got any advice for them maybe just make it fun like if you're struggling with the process maybe like set your goals and milestones and then be like let's get to this and then we can pop open a bottle of champagne or something like making it fun and doing it together for sure because yeah, yeah. Well, like you said, you only, you know, this is one of the biggest days of your life and we aim to do this probably once. Like we don't go out there wanting to do it three or four times. So (laughs) you have to enjoy the process. You have to. Yeah. Pri, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It was, it's really recent, your wedding. A lot of brides we interview, they, you know, it's one and because of last year, it's one and two years prior that their wedding day is. So yours is 
super fresh and thank you for taking us through your day and that venue I bet when we release this episode it's going to get a lot of clicks. I think so. Pretty I think worn. it's a pretty good one. It's a beautiful space. I think you found a goodie there. You found a hidden gem. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much and thank you for having me. Always. Thanks, Prue. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the You and Me podcast. If you're after any of the suppliers mentioned in today's episode, you can head on over to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast and jump into our episode release where we've tagged all these incredible suppliers featured in this interview. If you're a bride or groom and would like to chat to us about having your wedding featured on the You and Me podcast, you can send us a submission DM to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast titled Real Couple Submission or message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the You and Me podcast. Leaving reviews, rating the episodes, sharing the love with all your loves and subscribing to our podcast really helps us to continue producing the amazing content designed just for you. So don't be shy. You can also follow our ordinary lives with Andy over at The Bridal Journey and Laura at Wonderlust Creative. Thanks for joining.